What's going on, you guys? I'm Peyton Nelson, aka P Nelly Media from TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and uh, welcome to the first ever episode of the P Nelly Talk Show. Um, I just want to get right into it. I thought maybe I'd start with a little intro about myself. Um, I'm Peyton Nelson. I'm 22 years old. I'm a senior up here at St. John's University in Collegeville, Minnesota. Um, and I kind of just wanted to start off, you know, about how I got started in this whole thing and how I got to kind of where I'm at. I'm not at any crazy point in on social media, but I do or have gained a little bit of a following now, which has been super cool. Um, and I just kind of want to talk about this. I wanted to use it, you know, to make a talk show that is going to be about, you know, kind of whatever, but a lot about sports most likely, but I don't just like to talk about sports. I like to talk about, you know, what's going on in the world and just you know, maybe just life lessons, stories, whatever. Um, I plan on having guests on and everything like that, but I just wanted to take this first episode to just kind of tell a little bit about myself and what the show is going to be. Figure out production setup. I got a camera going on right now. I know I have to stop it at like a certain amount of time because it stops recording, so I got to keep an eye on that. I got my handy dandy ring light. Um, shout out to Ben. I stole that from you. So uh, I'll give that back to you once I get back home. Um, had to decorate a little bit. You know, you can't have a have a backdrop, but or a, a backdrop that doesn't look good. So um, but anyways, about myself, grew up, born and raised here in Minnesota. I am a fan of all Minnesota sports teams. I have to be, you know, that's where I'm born and raised. But I have I do have my second favorite teams. I am a huge Suns fan. Um, I like the Diamondbacks. I do like the Golden Knights. Um, and then as far as football, I am a Chargers fan, but, um, yeah, anyways, we'll get right into kind of how I got started in this whole thing. Um, my father, Eric Nelson, he worked for some major, uh, organizations here in Minnesota, uh, doing radio and TV stuff. And now he has his own, uh, sports radio and TV show with his colleague, Wally Langfellow. Um, uh, and they, uh, they would go to these games and everything, and I finally was old enough to get a media pass to some of these games, so I would um, <clears throat> go and I'd run the Twitter for them. And to start, you know, this started back in, I'd say, about 2017, like late 2017, 2018, and I started doing stuff for them, and I wouldn't really do much. i just kind of put up some score updates um, and some pictures and whatnot, and then like sort of kind of last year, I started kind of putting up some stuff on TikTok on my own. And it wouldn't get too many views. I just kind of would put it up there because TikTok was still kind of a new thing for me. I didn't really know like how what it was, you know, what potential it had. And um, I did have a, a video finally like kind of go viral. I think it got around like 200,000 views, which was pretty cool, pretty rare for me at the time. And that was a video of uh, I filmed a video of me walking out of like the tunnel at my school for football. Cause we, I played division where I played division three football here at St. John's. It's one of the best programs in the country and they get a ton of fans. And I remember at the time I was injured. So I got videotaped the walkout just cause I thought it'd be cool. And it got reposted by a couple of accounts, thought it was super sick, you know, whatever that got me a couple of followers, but never really like solidified me into doing this and posting on TikTok regularly and starting this. It was just kind of like a fluky thing. And I was like, oh, it's sweet, you know, whatever. But it wasn't until um, the uh, the play-in game last year with the Wolves and the Clippers, I um, was covering that game and I was watching the game, you know, whatever. And as you guys know, there was a, um, I don't know, I think it was an animal rights activist that um, went onto the court and glued her hand onto the court which was uh, pretty wild. Of course, I was in the bathroom when that happened, but I came out. I remember like I was in the media suite 
um, because you know usually I sit in like the in like the back left corner. Um, the wolves give the media like really good seats, like almost courtside seats. Um, but I didn't have a seat that game because uh, you know there's a ton of media, so I was up in the media suite, which is not a bad deal at all because you get great view, whatever. But I remember coming out. I remember all the local news stations like standing up, looking around, and people were standing up looking at the court, and you know people are typing, people are calling people. Like it was, it was a big deal for media wise, you know. And um, I remember that happened, and I was like, oh shoot, you know whatever. I just was like, that's crazy. Didn't think much of it and then after I was I stayed after the game and um, my dad and Wally were uh, doing their show they pre-record their show after the game and I was sitting there not really doing much um, and I remember sitting there right uh, like on the along the court just because everyone every seat was open everyone was gone except for like the people picking up trash and like the security guards and the security guards were coming off the court and they looked down and they were like, oh, like they started laughing. And I, and I was like, oh, it's like, that's where the handprint is. And they were like, yeah, I go, do you mind if I go take a video of it? Like, um, like for my website or whatever. And they were like, yeah, like, go ahead, you know. So I walked out on the court, you know, took a video, put my hand like where the handprint was. And, you know, I got some mitts. So, you know, the social media uh, had their way with that. But um took a video of that, you know, I put it on the, on the Twitter, on their Twitter. And then I was like, you know what, I'm going to put it on my TikTok, put it on TikTok. And I remember like that night when I went to bed, it was about like one in the morning. It was at like a thousand views or something like that. I was like, oh shoot. Like, you know, that's kind of cool. I woke up and then all of a sudden it was at like 10,000 views. And I was like, oh shoot, like this is a big deal. You know, and I didn't think, cause at the time that was the same night when Patrick Beverly also um, drank the Bud Light at the post-game press conference. And that was a big deal. And I got a video of that actually. And um, I posted that at the time and it wasn't doing well. And I was like, dang, like out of all the videos, I didn't think this handprint would be the one that, uh, you know, would, would take the cake on all of them. But all of a sudden midday, it was at like 50K and then boom, it got to nighttime again the next night. And it was at like a hundred thousand views. And I was like, oh shoot, like this is pretty dope. I started getting some more followers. And at that time, I was like, you know, it'd be cool to get to a 1000 followers because I want to go live. And at that time, you only needed a 1000 followers to go live. For some reason, I wanted to go live. I don't know who I thought I was if I was trying to do like some video game streaming, or what I don't know what I was trying to do. But I wanted to get a 1000 followers. So I was getting some followers. I think I got up to like 700. And who knows, even to this day, who knows how many of those followers are actually engaging followers, you know, whatever. I'm I'm blessed to be at 16,000 followers now and counting, um, but, well, 15.9, but um, who knows, you know, however many of those are, like, actually engaging, but still, it's still super sweet. Um, but long story short, I remember I was sitting there the next night just chilling in my bed, and then all of a sudden I got a, a, a notification from Instagram, and it said Bleacher Report. And I was like, hold up. And I thought maybe it was one of those like fake accounts. Like I know that Bleacher Report sometimes has those fake accounts. Or for those of you who know Bally Sports, there's <laughs> there's Ball Sack Sports. And I know they're, like, they have accounts. So I thought it was maybe a Boof account like that. And I click on it. And sure enough, it was actually Bleacher Report. And I was like, no way. And Bleacher Report was like, hey, like, do you think we could use this video? Um, I'll throw a screenshot up when I clip this and put it up. Um, but they were like, hey, do you think we could use this video? Um, like, do you own the rights to it? And I was like, yeah, you know, go ahead. Sure. And sure enough, they used it and it, 
it did i i can't find the video anymore i think they might have taken it down i'm not sure but i do have the the dm receipts so i will try to throw that up on the screen for those of you like visually watching and for when i clip this possibly but um they were like yeah like can we use this or whatever and i was like yeah like go ahead you're more than welcome to they used it and it had about like i think like three to four million views on their account because this was still fresh this was a big deal and it happened like three different times it happened once in memphis i think there was two more times that there were there were other activists like trying to go at glenn taylor or like you know trying to make whatever statement they were trying to make and um it went it went it did pretty well and i was reading the comments and like i said they were uh they were roasting my hand a little bit and um because i like i said got big hands blessed though i'll take it but um no they were roasting or they roasted my hand a little bit but i thought it was funny it was phenomenal i I was like i'll take that you know i was getting some followers on tiktok i don't know how much i got up to but then that kind of sparked the the um the will to kind of just start posting and i mean none of my stuff is really complex i just i i go to a lot of timberwolves games that's the main thing i go to um i'm trying to get into the vikings system um that's a little bit harder to get a pass to for some reason um i do get to go to the wild stuff with the wild it's harder to get content because their press box is way up high above the ice but anyways continuing on with the story espn then reached out to me and they put it they didn't put it on their social media page but they did put it on tv and that was pretty pretty crazy and i don't have the channel espn but i had a couple of my friends take a video of it and they put it on there too and i was like wow no way you know so that kind of sparked this whole thing and then i got it just started doing it the rest of that year and then you know, I had some more videos kind of go off here and there. Um, at that time, I never fully committed to the sports thing. I never wanted to do, um, well, I shouldn't say never wanted to just post about sports, but my biggest thing, I want to be a fitness influencer. That's what I started off with. That still has, I still have a view, or I still have a video that has 18.7 million views. And it was just me walking on a treadmill and I, there was like an iPhone 4 charger, took a video of it and I go, damn, like I'm, I'm really this old where like iPhone 4 chargers are considered like, you know, a fossil. And I posted it and for some reason that went, that still is the, the most viewed video I have and it's still up on my fitness page. I don't even remember what my fitness page is called, but that's what I want to do. Like a hundred percent is what I wanted to do. I, I'm like, my friends are like, dude, you should just start posting about sports. Like, you know, the fitness stuff wasn't really popping off. I tried even doing like comedy things that wasn't popping off. And I was just like, yeah, you know what, whatever. Like, I, I guess I'll start just really only doing, um, doing sports stuff. And I, like I said, none of it really involves me. I'm not really on camera that much. I want to change that a little bit. Um, but it's just it starts it started with just me taking some videos and then I think like the next really big video I want to say was um, I know I dressed up as Mike Allstat or Allstat I don't know how to say his name but the jersey's back there for those who are watching um, for Halloween and I just kind of did a little videotape of uh, or collage of like people who dressed up for uh, Halloween for football practice. And um, that did pretty well. That got reposted by, I think it was like Overtime or Best Celebrations or one of those uh, cool accounts that um, were, for, or were cool enough to reach out and, and, re, and repost it. But um, And then that got me some more followers. And the biggest one, though, as probably the most famous one on my account, it currently has, let's take a look, I believe it has like 5.4 million views is the... Um, is the LeBron doing like a dunk? It was like a through the legs dunk. And the amount of people that said that that's easy is mind boggling to me, but I won't get off 
get off into that direction. But no, it was a cool dunk by LeBron during warmups, and that totally exploded. And like that really kind of solidified, like, okay, like I'm going to start posting about sports now. And I don't talk about it that much because I do watch a lot of sports, but I don't really know stats. I don't know everything like the back of my hand, but I do like to just post. My favorite thing is posting from warmups. And like I said, it's basic stuff. Um, and it seems to seems to do all right. And I thought, you know what? I would love to make a talk show. I'm very fortunate to have the access that I have with the media pass. So I get to be around a lot of cool players, a lot of phenomenal people. And I plan on getting a lot of interviews and putting them in the podcast and hopefully actually getting a guest on for the podcast. Um, but I just, like I said, I want to just start off with this, feel it out. You know, I also need to get some podcast equipment because as you guys can see, I'm recording with my phone, which is not a big deal. But if I'm, you know, doing it with a guest, I want to have an actual microphone or maybe even another phone that I can use so they don't have to use their own because, you know, it's not not professional. But like I said, I want to get a ton of interviews, throw them in here. I'm going to pre-record all these. I'm going to try not to edit them too much. I like the raw and uncut, not because I'm lazy. I just I like that, you know, I like it just raw and uncut, but I will throw in some uh, throw in some interviews. And I also planning on doing a little sports segment with my father, Papa Nelly, a.k.a. Eric Nelson. Um, you know, gonna I'm in talks with him on doing that because he knows a lot about sports, especially Minnesota sports. So if you're a Minnesota fan, stick around for that. Um, and uh, also, too, um, I'm going to I plan on doing a. Uh, um, just like cut, cutting up a lot of these clips, you know, I know that this sort of long form content isn't the wave that much anymore. And people want the short form content, which I'm fine with. That's how I've started. That's what I'm going to continue to do. But, um, yeah, so that's a little bit on how I got started with this. I'm um, sorry if I kind of went off on a tangent. I do have ADHD, so <laughs> so I do get distracted a little bit and it is hard. This is my first ever solo podcast. I tried it, I think like a few months ago and it was rough. I wish I had the videos of it still because like I would love to look back on, you know, that whole thing. But um, as far as the next guest goes, I do plan on having my best friend, my brother. I'm going to call him a sports car guru. He might not agree with me, but that man's been in the sports car game before it got popular. My boy, Colin Cairo, aka Colin in the booth. That's his um, TikTok handle and Instagram handle. He does uh, radio voiceovers and stuff like that. He has a phenomenal voice. But I plan on having him on next. And we're just going to talk about sports, a um, little bit about what he does in the booth and just kind of like his journey of, um, you know, through college and everything like that. So that will be probably going up next week. Um, and then I'm um, going to the Timberwolves game. Today is Wednesday. I'm going tomorrow. So I'm hoping to maybe get one interview to put in next week's podcast. We'll see. But um, before I move on, um, I, or never mind, segueing into um, the next topic is I want to talk about the Super Bowl. Um, I actually was very fortunate to be down in Arizona um, this past weekend, and it was a totally it was a fun time great time it always is I didn't get to go to the game unfortunately but I did get uh, media access they call them day passes and that gets me in the radio row which is where a ton of athletes celebrities go and they um and there's a bunch of like news stations and podcasts that are in radio row that have setups and um athletes just go and you kind of I believe you kind of pick them off and you just kind of give them do interviews and then like you know, with us, we get the access to go and possibly do some interviews too. So, um, I got access to radio row 
And that was a ton of fun. Um, my dad actually did the play-by-play with his colleague, Tom. Shout out to Tom. Um, those two did the play-by-play for uh, the Celebrity Sweat flag football game. That was an amazing time. Got some super cool content. But I just kind of want to recap my trip. And I want to tell you guys what it was kind of like covering the Super Bowl as media. Like I said, I didn't get to go to the game, so I don't know that side of things. My dad has been to a ton of them, but he didn't go to this one as well. So this is my second year kind of covering the events leading up to it. I guess you can kind of say my third year. I did cover it in 2017 or I think it was early 2018 when it was here in Minnesota. But I don't know if I'm going to count that or not. But so starting off, we landed and man, it was a it was a quick trip. We had a quick turnaround. We landed in Phoenix, and then boom, we were straight straight to uh, the convention center to pick up our passes. And um, so we picked up our day passes. That took a little while because, you know, sometimes applying for these passes, it's like a little hard to do, you know, the, the system. They have so many people doing it. But we picked up these day passes that get us into some of these events. And we initially thought that it got us into the Eagles. I believe it was like media, like media one-on-ones, I think they call it, where you go to the Eagles Hotel and then you um you go to the Eagles hotel and then you um you do interviews like they're they're open to the media you know you can interview any player except for like the big name players and the coaches will probably be on a pedestal and you got to you know kind of go through someone to ask questions but we thought that our past got us into that because it has in the past so we're driving there we drive to the um casino hotel that they were staying at very nice place um and we stop and they had to sniff our car. They were sniffing every cars or dogs were sniffing the cars to make sure there's nothing in there. Um, obviously. So, uh, we did that. We went through there and then we got there and I will say Phoenix did a phenomenal job with the Super Bowl, but they did not do well with like signs and everything. There was not a lot of like signage to tell you where we were going, but we went into this one door and the lady's like, nah, you have to go around this way. So like we went to the main entrance of the hotel, which we thought where we were supposed to go. And, we just walked in and there was some security. There's a lot of security guards and whatever. They were all very nice. We walked in. We're kind of looking around because we didn't know where to go. We were late. Like I said, we were coming off our flight, had to stop at the convention center. There was traffic, you know, whatever. And all of a sudden, like I see a sign that says like players, friends, and family. And like, it turns out we were in the friends and family area, which I, we were not supposed to be in and we didn't know. And we were walking through the hallway. And then all of a sudden, like there's this curtain and that's where we thought the, uh, the um the media event was and we were about to walk through this curtain like the security guard like saw our pass and I, I think he thought that it was one that was good enough to go in there but um I don't think he realized it wasn't and I don't blame him because you know how many things they how many sort of passes they see they probably gets a little mixed up but I had to use the bathroom there's a bathroom right there so I said well let me use the bathroom quick before we go in used it came out and then he realized he's like oh no you guys can't go in there and we were like oh is the media party in there and he's like no no like that's where the players coaches and like meetings are going on right now like you can't go in there obviously because we're not players nor coaches we were like oh shoot so then this dude came by another security guard like the head guy super nice by the way said yeah guys like you know you're in the wrong spot basically like let me walk you to your other spots we're walking we go around this casino hotel i'm talking this whole thing is reserved for the players they had their own pool like everything little golf course area um, pickleball area and we walk and then all of a sudden to my right i see terry bradshaw in the fox booth like getting ready to do a like a segment for um for the uh tv and i was like wow you know we were totally in the wrong spot you know obviously not purposefully and shout out to the security at um the super bowl very nice too very understanding they go yeah we get it you know um but that was pretty wild and unfortunately we just we missed out on the on doing the interviews with the uh eagles so 
Um, but you know what? It is what it is. Um, and then after that, we headed on down the radio row. And that was a fun time. I was actually going down. The first thing I saw when I got in there, we were going down the escalator. And I saw uh, the fullback for the Dolphins, Alec Ingold. I really wanted to talk to him, but I was going down this long escalator. He was going up. And I was like, dang, you know, but I'm a huge fan of his. So it would have been cool to get an interview with him. But um, we go in there and then we walked around. We went to Radio Row twice the first day. There wasn't too much there. The second day was the day that there was a lot. I saw, you know, there was Shaq was there. Um, he was there with Brandon Marshall and I believe the whole I Am Athlete podcast, if that's what it's still called. I think they were filming one live, which was pretty cool. Um, and then Drew Brees was there and um, we were waiting for Drew Brees to do or we wanted to do an interview with Drew Brees. And um, <clears throat> and we were standing there and then this uh, older gentleman like asked, he looks at my dad and he goes, hey, like, come over here. Like, do I know you guys from somewhere? You know, whatever. And um, this guy's name was Charles Young and he was a tight end. Uh, he played tight end for uh, the Eagles back in the day and he was a super cool guy and we actually interviewed him sat down with him we just talked about football and everything for like 30 minutes he was super cool he told us about how different the game is from back then to now and um you know it was a ton of fun then drew Brees kind of left because he had a ton of people trying to interview him but i will say one of the best interviews i got was i got to talk to pat mcafee that was super cool i asked him uh what like i asked him what wwe move would he do if he scored a 99 yard fake punt touchdown and he said he would and i quote he said he would go or he said he would go get oxygen first then he'd find a special teams coordinator and kick him in the nuts and then do the stone cold steve austin stunner that's what Pat McAfee said for his. So he was super cool. He actually did like a seven-minute interview with my dad, which was super nice for him to take time. He covered everything. He talked about everything from Aaron Rodgers doing the, the I believe it's called TPD uh, thing that he's going to do, which I want to talk about that more. And he talked about... Um, and he talked about him getting sued. He talked about WWE's podcast, you know, everything. So shout out to Pat McAfee. He's a super cool guy. Um, and then... The next day, so this is now I think like I think our final day, Saturday, we um my dad had to cover the celebrity sweat flag football game. And so he's the play by play guy for that. And Celebrity Sweat puts on this uh annual it was like their twenty third annual celebrity sweat flag football game that they put on for the troops. And I'm fortunate I help out with some of the production stuff and um they're all super cool and I got an all access pass to that and I got a ton of great stuff from there. I got to talk to UFC fighter Bilal Muhammad, uh Justin Gaethje. I also got to talk to T Mac a little bit. Um who else was there that I talked to? I actually, I actually also got to talk to Josh Richards. He was super cool. Um he's the first person I actually talked to that you know is like famous. And I went up to him and introduced myself. Hey, Josh, I'm Peyton uh, with Pinelli Media. And he, even though he knew I knew his name, he still said, hi, Peyton, like, I'm Josh. And I was like, I didn't like, I was like, oh, shit. Like, you know, like he was like, that super, super respectful guy, super cool guy. I appreciated that. Um, but everyone I talked to was super cool. I had to talk to RG3, which was really cool. My father actually did an interview with them. At this time, I wasn't thinking smart and I was, should have gotten interviews for this podcast, but I wasn't sure when I wanted to start this or when I wanted to start this. So, um, kind of fumbled the bag there, but, uh, it's all right. You know, we're going to the Timberwolves game tomorrow. We'll make something happen, but watch the celebrity flag football game. I also talked to KJ Osborne, you know, shout out to him go vikes um but yeah so that was a really cool time um that's kind of recaps my super bowl 
experience. You know, we also took some time and away from some of the Super Bowl stuff. We went hiking. Shout out to my guy, Big Red, aka Ben Hudas. Um, he's navigated us around, navigated us around, uh, uh, Arizona the whole time. So that was a ton of fun. Um, and yeah, but the next thing I kind of wanted to get into, I only have a couple more things I want to talk about is I want to talk about Aaron Rodgers thing. You know, he was on the Pat McAfee show and he talked about, I believe it's called the TPD treatment. And I've seen a couple TikToks of people, um, kind of, kind of hating, hating on him a little bit about what he's going to do. I believe what it's, what it is, is he spends time in this, and I believe it's in Thailand in this dark cave. It's like you go in there and it's completely dark for four days, I believe. And it's like, um, some, some sort of like meditational treatment that, um, I guess kind of releases DMT and it was like a near death experience almost. Don't quote me on this. This is just from what I had read about a little bit before this. And, um, you know, I saw some TikToks of people like basically kind of being like, oh, that's weird. That's weird. But I'm going to be honest with you, man. I think, you know, if that's something he likes to do and if that's what's going to help him, you know, make decisions, not only from a football standpoint, because he did state that on the Pat McAfee show that he's not just doing this to figure out if he's going to play football anymore. He's doing it for other life choices, too, I believe. If that's something that he's going to do and as long as it's as long as he's safe with it and, you know, and does it in a safe, safe way and doesn't, you know, like harm himself, like from, you know, taking anything, I should say, I guess, I don't know, but it seems like a safe thing. And it seems like something that happens. Like, I don't think people realize that, you know, in the U S that might be considered a very weird thing. And it's something that I could never do. It's just, you know, I'll, I don't really, you know, do any of that stuff. I'll do the classic, maybe meditate once a week. Like basically for me, that's lay in a room, with no sound for 10 minutes until I got to go to my next class, you know, but if that's something that helps him and, um, you know, and I hope it makes him decide to play football because love, love him or hate him. You know, it's still fun to have him in the, uh, in the, um, NFL, you know, so I hate to see him go. Um, even as a Vikings fan, you know, I, I still respect Aaron Rodgers and the, the stuff he brings to the game. It's, you know, just fun to always fun to have someone to either root for or root against for, um, I believe so. But I think I, I have nothing against what he's going to do in Thailand. Um, I think, like I said, if it helps him and it's a natural, it seems to be a natural thing that he's going like natural way of doing things and a, probably a pretty common thing that you can do in other countries that's not common here. So, you know, I think people don't really realize that in a, in a, in a like retrospect. So I don't know. I just kind of wanted to comment on that just because it's a little bit trending, but, um, Aaron Rodgers, good luck with all that. And I hope you, uh, figure out what you need to figure out in, uh, in the TPD. I hope I'm not saying that in, or in a wrong way, but yeah, like I said, I think it's, uh, I think it's kind of cool. You know, it's not something, like I said, not my cup of tea, but I think that, uh, I think that if it helps him, I, I, I believe, uh, I believe he should go do it. So, um, but moving on, um, like I said, this is primarily going to be a talk show about sports, but you know, also worldly events and, you know, whatever it wants to be. But I did kind of want to touch on the Ohio train derailment that happened in, I believe it was North Fork, Ohio. It happened. I want to say, I, I want to say it was like February 6th, but I'm not sure. I'm looking at uh, Fox News. That's what came up. So relax, you know, that, you know, don't have to get political on here, but it's what kind of came up here. Um, but it says it happened. I believe it was February. Let's see. It says, I believe it was February 6th and um, it's spraying chemicals everywhere and whatnot. And I heard 
that um, livestock is dying from it and stuff. And I don't know how it happened. I guess it just derailed when that. But I personally haven't heard a lot about this at all other than what I've seen on TikTok, which I whatever I see on TikTok, I take with a grain of salt because, you know, you never know. I don't really watch the news. I don't really watch a lot of TikTok. I just kind of I really only consume about 20 to 30 minutes a day of TikTok just because I got to kind of keep up with the latest and greatest as far as trends go because they change every week. But um, it is something that I kind of been seeing and it looks like a pretty big disaster. So if there's anyone that's listening that lives in Ohio, I know I have friends and family in Ohio, um, you know, thoughts and prayers go out to you guys. Hopefully they can kind of fix that up because I heard that like livestock is dying because of the air quality within like 45 miles. And I can't imagine what it's going to do to the water quality. And like I said, I don't watch the news too much, but I'm surprised this isn't talked about a little more. I haven't really seen much about it at all because I do spend a lot of time on social media. Um, but I don't know. I I hope that uh, I hope that that whole thing gets gets resolved. Um, I don't know what steps they're going to be taking to to do it, but I don't know if there's something they can put in the water to counteract some of the chemicals. But like I said, if you live in Ohio, um, wishing you the best of luck. Um, thoughts and prayers are with you and your family because that's that's a pretty serious situation um, that's going on. But other than that, um, that about sums up the uh, the first episode of uh, the Pinelli media talk show you got to get the name down sorry um but like i said next guest gonna have my boy colin cairo on sports car guru i'm saying it here he's been in the game him and his brother have been in the game since it started so um we're gonna talk a lot about that so if that interests you we're gonna talk a lot about sports and everything like that so but i hope you guys enjoyed and uh please stick around for the next episode and if you want to follow me on tiktok instagram uh, Facebook and Twitter. I'll put it all in the bio, but um, I appreciate you guys. And I'm Pinelli, and thank you for listening to the first episode of the Pinelli Talk Show.